Uh, welcome to Defan episode number 45. Today, hey, welcome uh, Mo Abulkair. Yeah, Abulkair. Abulkair. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I was trying to pronounce it, but I think Mo is the easiest uh, thing to say. So yeah, it's 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 not even my my real first name. It's oh just, man, it's, it's, it's just a lot easier to say. Yeah, you're doing you're doing like what Vijay and all the Indians do. You're do, making concessions to <laughs> to Western the English people. idiots. Yeah. It, it, in in my defense, it was it was it was it was decided before you know before I could speak. Okay. Uh, you know, my, <laughs> My, my, my parents just gave, gave gave me this very ethnic name, and I, I you know I was born with with blonde hair and and, and <laughs> you know quite yeah. light eyes, and it just it just didn't play. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. going to sell. But I mean, you could argue that that my name is ethnic. It just happens to be white ethnic. You know, so <laughs> yeah, of course I win. You know, so there we are. You know, but uh, <laughs> so what is what's short? What's more short for then? Uh, Salah. Salah. Yeah. How is more short for Salah? Or is it more Salah? So so <laughs> so um the the family mythology is is that there was some I think there was a female tennis player called Little Mo. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I don't know what she has to do with me. But but you know, my parents just I think she was wearing I, the same I, cardigan as you were. Yeah. Pro probably <laughs> some probably something quite similar if she was a tennis player. Yeah. That's um, what I'm thinking. And and um so yeah, I think they, I think they just figured I looked a bit more like a little mo than a than a Salah, you know. Okay, <laughs> and I, I agree with them. But I, I must I must say, like you're you're the most well dressed guest we ever had. So I think the people who are listening to the audio probably can't can't see. I obviously, uh, but yeah, this is this is like first time ever we have like super well dressed guest on on the podcast. Well, you know, if 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 the content is a disappointment, at least we'll have that. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, and I'm also the sort stuff. of uh, the David Lynchian style curtain in the background, you know, to give the extra spooky effect for the YouTube video. <laughs> I mean, you know, this time it's really worth paying that Patreon cash, guys, to get access to this YouTube video. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I encourage it. I, I was, I was going for some, <laughs> some, for some kind of, you know, eldritch luxury. <laughs> the final throes of disaster capitalism. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like a Hammer Horror movie. <laughs> I think the Hammer Horror movie is very on brand for us, actually. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I have no idea what yeah. you're talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm down well, with that. Like the abominable Dr. Fives or whatever. Yeah. Or was it Dr. Phoebes? I think. Like cheap, cheap horror movies, basically, that ah. you know, aren't really scary. But Okay. Like, anyway, yeah, carry on. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, we'll get back to the cheap horror movies later, I think. Um, so, uh, Mo, uh, again, welcome to the show. Can you give us a bit of introduction about your work, you know, your work in Closure? How did you come into Closure? Yeah. So, I, I've, I've been writing software since I was, uh, you know, 12, 12 or so. Um, was this after you gave up tennis or before that? Uh, I, I I was actually playing tennis at a, around the same time, okay. re re reluctantly, um, <laughs> and, and I've got a very funny story about that that I couldn't possibly tell on a, on a record or <laughs> thing. But but um, it's okay. Nobody listens uh, to our podcast. To <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I 
you know, just I just because I was a loser and I and there was a computer in the house, right? So I, I decided to figure out how it worked. Um, and uh, you know, I was I, w- I was um, I wasn't the, the the sort of best best behaved adolescent, so I I, I kind of let, left school early, um, and you know, had was faced with the prospect of either living with my parents or. Uh, you know, deceiving um, some startup into paying me money, uh, <laughs> and 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 I, I went with option two, um, and uh, I, I, that was when I was seventeen. I think just before I turned eighteen, and then the internet died. Um, and I'm I'm now th- I, I turned thirty four yesterday. Oh, happy um, birthday! Thank you. Thanks. So since 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 then, it's it's mostly been you know un, uninterrupted um, software development in a conspicuous uh, you know number of languages, paradigms, operating systems, um, mm-hmm. business domains, uh, you know, uh, online casinos, investment banks. Uh, Is there a different yeah. small yeah. room? <laughs> it's like I mean, you know. putting them in the same. <laughs> I, I, I don't think of them as different domains, but you know, I've worked in both myself. So, the, 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 I, I think the dress code is perhaps the most salient difference. But <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I was going to make the joke if you didn't. Okay. Um, but, but uh, and then yeah, it, a bunch of sort of open source consultancy um, uh, start, started my own start, started my own after a bit. And currently work for Samsung um, in sort of VR and AR stuff. So m- m- mostly around uh, high performance kind of pipelines for processing, transforming um, videos. Um, and I-, I first got into Lisp, by guess. Um, a long time ago, uh, maybe when I was, um, you know, eighteen or nineteen, um, I was I was a kind of closet scheme developer for years. Right. You know, and I, okay. I, um, I had no idea. I mean, I, I could never have imagined that that uh, circumstances would evolve in a way that would allow me to get paid for, yeah. um, you know, bashing out the parentheses. Um, <laughs> and and I, and I kind I kind of got got into the got into closure a little bit late because. You know, I, I read I read some of the docs, and uh, I, I wasn't, you know, overly enamored with the JVM at that time. Although, you know, that's that's but my opinion of it has has improved. Um, I I just didn't have a huge amount of experience with it, and um, you know, the oh, the interrupt kind of put me off. Uh, I, so so I, I I didn't really sort of get the uh, you know the kind of maximum leverage approach that, that mm. typifies a lot of the decisions that guide closures development. Um, so I, I've got a terrible subjective sense of, of the passage of time, but, but I, I, I would say the last five, four, four, mm. four or five years, I've, I've mostly been writing closure, but you know, I've, 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 I've also been a, you know, a C programmer, a Python programmer, you know, GLSL shaders, F sharp, C sharp, you know, the whole, the whole deal. So how do you compare closure to the, those things? Because you had experience with scheme already and then with all these languages. Yeah. So, I mean, with scheme specifically, uh, 
I think it makes sense to look at scheme as a kind of construction kit for programming languages. Like mm. it, do, it doesn't include any extreme, any features that are extraneous beyond what you would need to implement, um, you know, an extraordinarily powerful runtime. Um, and um, I, I, I think it's, it's downfall is um, that it, it, it uh, didn't really take a firm stance on packaging systems. Mm. Um, so they had, you know, there is a, you know, they do have a, uh, kind of a you know proposal amendment process the uh, SRFI or I think some people pronounce it um, phonetically like uh, not phonetically but but SRFI or whatever yeah. um, you know for for advancing the, the 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 standards but if if you look at the kind of landscape of scheme um, implementations it's uh, it's 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 very much not you know write once, uh, you know, run anywhere. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. it's very hard to share the code, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's got their own prelude that, you know, mm. will we'll, we'll kind of coerce the code into running on, you know, their pet two or three top mm. uh, scheme. I, I mostly worked with chicken scheme. Um, my claim to fame is, is uh, participating in in uh, the logo, the logo design. <laughs> um, I think it's got a pretty neat logo, but um, but yeah, that's uh, that was so so yeah. In terms of comparing <clears throat> closure to that stuff, I mean, uh, I, closure strength I, strengths I think are in its um, uh, the abstractive powers that it. It, it confers on developers, and I, I think those are truly unparalleled in in um, uh, any of the programming languages I'm, I've 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 used uh, in any in any depth. Um, you know, certainly Scheme has uh, you know the 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 lambda is is the universal abstraction, mm. um, and you know uh, cons con cells are used to you know inefficiently implement all manner of data structures. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think, um, yeah. So I, 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 uh, I, 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 I firmly believe that, 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 that closure is, is the best lisp. It's, it's not some, um, you know, the best lisp that's existed. It's not, it's not, you know, a kind of a compromise or a, you know, a, a lisp that's easy to pitch to management because it runs on, um, you know the JVM. I, th I think it's I think it's immaculately, uh, you know, well designed and and uh, well considered. Do you think it's the like the functional aspect of it? Because obviously with Scheme you've got various options. With Lisp in general, you've got lots of options, lots of paradigms you can choose from. But um, with Closure, essentially, it was you know a functional beginning. You know, I know, I know that you can do other bits and pieces with it. You, everything can be imperative to some extent, but is that what you would like? Is that am I playing that back to you correctly? Yeah, I would say more the 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 the, the different options you have for kind of runtime polymorphism. Um, uh, I I think I didn't have as big a problem as as I think others did with kind of. Um, you know, purity or immutability by convention mm. in, in, in lisps that did permit it. Um, 
but but yeah, I I I I also never never really wrote a um, substantially sized system in 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 Scheme. So you know, it, I'm sure that stuff becomes a problem when you're incorporating multiple libraries or with different approaches to doing things. But um, yeah, I, I think you know stuff like uh, you know multi methods protocols. Um, you know, keyword hierarchies, even really simple things like uh, namespaced keywords. I, I, I think those things are incredibly powerful features um, that, that, that just give us options. Um, yeah, pat particularly protocols, I think. Mm. But compared to, because there, there is this discussion um, around um, refactorability, if there is a word, you know, of a large code basis, uh, if you use like, statically type programming language because you said you were also familiar with or at least did some projects in F-sharp. So how do you see the contrast between these two then? Uh, so I, 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 I don't like statically type programming languages personally. Like I, I have a grudge against them. Um, Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, just, I just don't like the compiler taking that tone of voice with me. Like, I don't know if, I don't, I, I, I don't know if either of you have tried to write a program in Rust. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you, you know, but it's like it's like it's like going through customs in in <laughs> in, in, in 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 like a you know a, a country that's at war. You know, um, like, yeah. Uh, like yeah. so so uh, yeah. I, I I always gravitated towards dynamically typed pro programming languages. Yeah, you know, refactorability is a problem, but but you know, like 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 with anything. I mean, you know, types types only get you so far. Mm. Um, and so, you know, some of this hyperbole you see from, um, the, uh, static typing advocates, you know, I, I've, I've heard it claimed that, 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 um, you know, we're morally deficient and, 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 and <laughs> well, I think we, we own the morally deficient podcast space, so it's okay. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm, 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 I'm certainly no paragon of, of moral virtue myself, but, 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 but I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't ascribe much of that to, to my use of dynamic typing. No, I think, um, yeah, so I, 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 uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I can be productive in in statically typed environments. Um, you know, I, 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 uh, I think, you know, in terms of languages that 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 have um, achieved some some kind of traction in industry, um, I would say, you know, C sharp is is a relatively comfortable uh language to work in you know far, far more so than java mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um you know setting the runtime differences aside and then you know i've i've done some messing around in um you know uh sml and uh ocaml and you know i i i i found that stuff interesting but it didn't i i and haskell as well you know to to a lesser extent but I, I, I just I just didn't feel like I was I was getting the superpowers that that you know people were telling me I was I, I was going to get. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think this is a nice uh, comparison because we usually hear like you know having a compiler uh, or statically typed languages is that they're going to help you in terms of writing your program and guiding you through the stuff. But I think uh, we're going to settle for it's going through the customs through a country <laughs> that is in a war zone or something. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> can, can, can I see your papers? <laughs> yeah. So um, you, you said you started using Clojure almost four or five years ago. And, um, I think so, yeah. yeah. And you have um, a couple of open source libraries that, that you already built. Uh, do you want to give us uh, some idea about what they are? Yeah, uh, I think the, the most popular one is, is the unimaginatively, unimaginatively named uh, CLJS Lambda, mm -hmm. which is it's, it's a collection of projects, uh, you know, a runtime library uh, and a Linegan plugin and also a, a piece for integrating with serverless um, that allows uh, closure script functions to be deployed um, to AWS Lambda, which is their um, you know, offering for uh, precisely metered um, uh, sort of de you know, deployable functions. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the, kind of, the kind of premise being that, that even with, with AOT compilation, at least at the time that I was writing the library, um, the uh, it just didn't make sense to use um, uh, to use closure because the, the startup times were unacceptable, mm. um, and it's it's you know difficult to predict whether a particular invocation is going to reuse um, the resources from from a previous invocation or if it's gonna um, it's gonna restart a fresh one. I mean, I've seen people do crazy things like write functions that repeatedly invoke their function to ensure that it's always kind of hot. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. But, 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 you know. Sort of not the point of serverless then, you know? <laughs> no, no, yeah, to, 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 totally not. I, I, I'm, I'm going to build a management infrastructure around the serverless environment. Uh, stop right now, please. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think serverless is great. And I, I, I initially wrote, you know, a Linegan plugin that does all of the AWS you know, stuff in terms of, you know, creating the functions, merging their mm. configurations, you know, uploading the zip files. But uh, I would strongly recommend anyone who's who's interested in in that that um, closure script on Lambda library um, to use to use it via serverless. There's there's just a, a serverless CLJS plugin that you can add and it it it'll just create a zip file. Um, by the ClojureScript compiler interface, um, yeah, and there's an option to use. Oh, I forget about it because I, I forget even what the name of the uh, the, the compiler is. But uh, there's some some non JVM compilation option. Um, so so that and then uh, more recently there was a project called Sparta, which is a uh, partial uh, implementation of the Ethereum virtual machine. Um, it's, uh, it, 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 doesn't, it, it doesn't do everything, and I'm, I'm not interested in making it do everything, because um, what was mostly fun about writing it, aside from learning about um, uh, the EVM and, and the, you know, the, Decisions that went into its development, you know, some, some, some good, some not so good. Um, it was was that it was the first project I'd worked in in a long time that that wasn't principally focused with I/O, and it turns out mm. that you know it's really fun to write programs that that uh, are kind of self-contained and are mostly you know translating data. 
Um, so, you know, stuff like writing compilers and so on. So before, before you get a bit deeper into, into that one, um, can you give us some idea about Ethereum and EVM, uh, what, what is it, what it is and, uh, whether we can make money, like everybody is jumping onto that shit right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I, I certainly, um, I'm not the person you should ask about how to make money in that space. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, but, but, uh, Ethereum is a project. Um, it was started by a gentleman goes by the name of Vitalik uh, Buterin or Buterin. Um, it it uh, it's it's considered the the sort of set, you know say regardless of you know where it is in the market cap rankings versus Ripple on any given day, considered to be the the, the it's it, it certainly has the greatest amount of developer mind share of of, mm. of any of the blockchains. And its distinguishing feature is that it allows, um, I mean, in practice, it's not sure and complete because there is a fixed cost to each instruction. But, you know, uh, assuming an unlimited budget, you can, you can uh, execute unbounded programs, uh, deterministic unbounded programs that are written in higher level languages that are then compiled down to EVM, the Ethereum virtual machine bytecode. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, I think they, they, they very much follow the DIY aesthetic. I, 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 I would say that, that none of the higher level languages are, are particularly well defined. I, 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 I particularly well designed rather. I would say so, so some of them are sort of actively catastrophic. Um, and and I think there were some some awkward decisions made in in the design of the virtual machine itself, but it 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 is interesting. And you know you know I I think I think I think the kind of we can dive a bit more into that more actually. So just tell us a little bit about what you think about like where those issues are, because you know I think um, you know obviously there has been a big discussion around the the fork of Ethereum um, because of the the fuck up on the contract. Um, yeah, you know, they're claiming it was not a problem with Ethereum. It was just a coding error. So, you know, you seem to be suggesting there's something deeper there. So, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I didn't have that, that DAO hack in mind specifically, but I, you know, I think that kind of reentrancy, uh, you know, probably should, should be inexpressible, um, you know, in, in, in a language that's, uh, you know, designed for financial computing. I would say I, I, I have some low-level quibbles with the EVM that, that design that probably aren't worth delving into in too much detail. Like the native word size, is, native word size is two hundred and fifty-six bits. So you know, even if even if you're um, you know if you if 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 you want to twiddle a single bit, you're you know you're paying the cost of of, of um, you know the other two hundred and fifty-five that you don't care about. Um, Despite the fact that you know modern uh, in modern programming languages is trivial to represent you know variable variable mm -hmm. width um, uh, integers um, in in terms of the higher level languages I I think uh, you know clearly Solidity is the language with the greatest I mean the, you know the greatest number of contracts have been written in Solidity it's I mean it's uh, from my perspective. It's a catastrophe um, from the perspective of programming language design. Mm. Um, it's 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 um, 
I think I think I think the kind of guiding architectural principle was was let's make it look as much like JavaScript as possible, but 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 of course it's 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 doing it's it's doing things that are very different to JavaScript. Um, I, but I, I I would say my 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 uh, critique in general would would be that you know clearly um, Vitalik's inspiration for 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 all this were Nick Nick Zabo's early essays on smart contracts uh, and and the the idea that we could have you know deterministic executable financial instruments. Um, we could, you know, represent title deeds, um, mm. did, you know, dividends, uh, di you know, all, all derivatives, all, you know, all, all manner of, all manner of complex instruments. Um, and, you know, I, th I think, I think that that term smart contract, um, has a lot to answer for. And, and, and so, you know, so, so does ledger. I mean, you know, yeah, the legal contracts, uh, you know, they're 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 sequential. They're 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 often, but I would argue that 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 they're, they're more sort of you know declarative than than imperative. And you know, I, I've read I've read through a lot more. I, I've I've read through a lot of solidity contracts, and my impression is that that they're not really executing. Um, they're not really performing logical operations. They're brokering access to data that is ridiculously expensive to store. Um, so my my con fundamental contention would be that that um, you know if Ethereum is 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 actually a database and uh, it, and it's a very badly designed one mm. and and um, I, I I would say the same the same even about Bitcoin. I mean I, I mean. We use this word ledger, and I th yeah. and, and 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 I think that's kind of, that's kind of determined the way we think about these things. I mean, a ledger is is just a, a special case of a database with with you know a particular um, you know disposition towards uh, the semantics of of the values it's storing. Um, but but uh, so I, I'm interested in in looking at blockchains from the perspective of. Um, information systems so how you know how how you know read through any uh, solidity auction contract um you know an ex escrow contract all all the you know methods are doing uh, uh, brokering access to um uh pieces of data that could just as well be exposed directly if there if there were a general means for doing so and a means for declaratively expressing uh access controls um so before we get on to like yeah i, I take your point uh in terms of like logical like comparisons would you say because one of the things that say about um of the thing that i hear about ledgers is that you know from a closure perspective at least is that they're a bit like datomic in the sense that they're like time is a first class citizen they keep all their old records and no, so you can like history is built in, and that seems like a good thing. Um, so there, there's some advantages around that, um, but obviously, you know, the smart contracts are more about let's say uh, trust issues and trustlessness rather than the semantics or the behavior of a particular time series in a database. Yeah. So one, one, one. You know. Uh 
point I'd like to make around that is that, is that you know, while, while certainly um, a lot of these networks can be described as immutable databases, mm. you know, vaguely similar to Datomic, in their programming models, the, 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 you know, the history that, you know, all this computational effort and organization mm. and, and, and in some cases power consumption has, has, has been devoted into maintaining is completely discarded. I mean, a Solidity, a Solidity contract doesn't have access to any value at any preceding block height except the one at which it's being invoked unless it specifically um, you know, made the effort to persist those values in data structures, but the only data structures that are available, uh, you know, completely immune to any kind of structured querying or um, uh, um, yeah, they, and, and they're ridiculously expensive, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it, obviously it, you know, it fluctuates um, with the gas price, but it, it's, 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 you know, I, I checked a couple of months ago and the price per gigabyte for data storage on Ethereum, you know, it's, it's, it's in the millions, the tens of millions of dollars, I believe. Wow. Uh, I think it would have fallen, you know, uh, propitiously since then. But, but, you know, it would, it's, it's still completely unaffordable. So all the, all the and, I, and I think, that, you know, Datomic is, is interesting because um, it's saying, hey, uh, immutability is great, not, not, not just um, as, as, as a kind of means of, of attaining auditability, but also if we embrace it in our programming models, um, it gives us superpowers mm. like the ability to time travel, the ability to, uh, you know, compare databases, um, at different times or, or with, you know, with, with different sets of transactions applied to them. All, all, it's, it's astonishing to me that, that blockchains put so much effort, uh, into maintaining, um, an exhaustive history of of every possible state, and then they just drop it on the floor as soon as um, as soon as any code is being run. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not dropped in a persistent state, but yeah, I take your point. Um, but one of the other things that people talk about, though, is the um, um, is the like the like I said, the, the trust aspect of it. Um, which is which is the the more tricky part. Whereas if you're if you're in a kind of uh, environment where um, your administrators can make all kinds of changes to the database, potentially they can subvert the data. Isn't that the biggest, really, the biggest value, if you like, of of the of the the bitcoins and the Ethereum's in the sense that there has to be a very large quorum that it's almost impossible to game in order to modify the data. Yeah, I, I think so. But, you know, I mean, I, I, Amazon have filed patents for, you know, and, and I, I'm sure I have engineering teams working on, on uh, implementing those patents that, that will offer all of the guarantees of these public blockchains just without um, the, uh, the counterparty risk. Of of having all of the nodes, you know, lo located on a kind of homogenous network, and I, you know, I would argue that that's a risk that 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 would come across as extremely eccentric if it were expressed in a boardroom. So, you know, I I I I think if this if this stuff, it you know, attains 
any kind of mind share for, for the majority of use cases, Amazon is just going to eat, eat everyone's lunch. I mean, you could, you could, you could, you could get that, um, uh, you know, with recursive cryptographic hashing, uh, you know, and with, and, 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 you know, get all that good, you know, uh, tamper evident, you know, good stuff without having to run a, a public network. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think, I think that that's, that's, that's what's going to happen. I mean, I think these public blockchains exist both at the mercy of, 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 uh, or at the caprice of, uh, regulatory agencies and, and at, um, uh, cloud providers. I mean, that, you know, their cloud, cloud providers have, uh, unprecedented, you know, unprecedented levels of infrastructural centralization. That, that that would result in in throughput, um, that that would require a really powerful, uh, a really powerful kind of counter argument, uh, uh, you know, to 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 a business adopter, um, in order to in order to turn away from. So you don't think that uh, you don't think that the the end of kind of like cloud providers as a monopoly is uh, imminent then. No, I mean, I, 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 heard some, some, uh, some rhetoric in that question, but, 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 but no, you know, I, t these, 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 you know, they, 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 these guys employ armies of astonishingly, you know, talented people, and and um, you know, they, 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 they could outcompete the development teams, um, you know, on, on. Everything except you know just one one you know one or two line items of trustlessness that that businesses gave up a long time ago and don't and and you know aren't gonna I, I don't see ever ever caring about um, so, so so I mean I, I but but that said I do I do I do think there are I do think there are cases where. Um, you 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 do want to pay that cost. That, I mean, the, the cost boasts it, but the, you know the kind of uh, throughput cost of running on uh, uh, heterogeneous networks, uh, you know, outside of cloud providers. And obviously, while it's you know, I'm sure in practice impossible to trustlessly prove the the kind of geographic distribution of of um, you know, a validator set or, or, or whatever in, in, in a given network. Um, trying to, I, I think there are, well, it's not maybe, you know, maybe an awkward word to bring into the discussion. I think, I think there are sort of uh, commons-oriented projects that, 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 that could, um, could justify paying that price uh, where it, 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 it just wouldn't make sense um, to run something uh, so ambitious and with such a long, uh, you know, kind of long time horizon on on um, on AWS, and you know, the stuff I was saying before, I you know, wasn't wasn't necessarily uh, you know a defense of of the the cloud providers. I mean, I think that that that's fun, you know, some fun, really unpleasant asymmetries. In the relationship between cloud providers and their customers, um, you know, you can you can throw hundreds of millions of dollars um, at AWS, uh, 
you know, potentially even per month, you know, for, for a, yeah. you know, a fortune, a fortune 50 company. And that, that doesn't buy you any, any, any foresight into their, you know, their plans to end of life, um, yeah. software that you're depending on or, you know, to, to prioritize the features, you know, I, I there, there may be a champagne room that, that, that you know, <laughs> that, that, you know, that, you know, I, I, that I don't know about. You know, but but I've 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 certainly worked in companies that 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 racked up substantial bills, and you know, it mostly just got us prioritized uh, support access. Well, didn't Samsung in the end just buy their own cloud company? They bought uh, Joyent, didn't they? Yes, yeah. yes. Because they because I guess they couldn't get that um, that champagne room access. They <laughs> just figured, okay, screw it. We'll just we'll just buy something that's uh, essentially. Yeah, will give us control. I think over instead it. of buying software, you just buy software companies, and then instead of buying, you know, getting into cloud, just buy a cloud provider and just yeah. be done with yeah. it. I think in the long run, it's probably cheaper. I think it's 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 I guess, I guess it's you know just rewinding to running your own data centers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah at a certain scale. <laughs> yeah, that's what it kind of feels like. So just getting back to your like your project, the the sputter 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 sputter. sputter, yeah. sputter. Um, so, what sort of state is that in now? Would you say? I mean, what, what's your kind of commitment to it, or what's your thought about it? I, I've I've taken it as far as I think I'm going to go. Um, I, I the, the the you know it can it can run a couple hundred of 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 the you know Ethereum has an official test suite. Hmm. Um, you know it can run a couple hundred of those. It implements the persistent storage. Um, memory i you know i got a little bit nuts with it and and wrote a java project that significantly out, outperforms big integer um for for the um uh for 256 bit um types with uh numeric types and um you know so a lot of that stuff was good fun and 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 good good kind of um uh, wood chipping, I guess is the phrase, but but <laughs> but you know I'm not I'm, I'm wood shedding rather. So, so but so I'm not I'm not bike I'm not, shedding um, <laughs> or camel shaving or yak shaving. Yeah, yak shaving. Yak, yak shaving. Yeah, we got um, that. We got that. The, the the national sport of my people. Um, <laughs> so the 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 uh, so so yeah, I think I think it's 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 um I, I I've moved on to working on an open source project called uh, Datopia, um, the, the, which, is a, which is a distinct blockchain um, that's centered around this idea of, uh, so hey, what, what would happen if we embraced uh, the you know, immutability of blockchains, i.e. the availability of all historical values? We embrace that in the programming model. So basically, r rather than uh, submitting financial transactions, you just you just you know you, you submit uh, data trans uh, database transactions. So it is it's basically uh, like a permissionless multiplayer um, data log uh, mm. driven database, um, and it's. Um, we we do, we haven't we haven't made the testnet public yet because there's uh, there's a there's a couple of 
uh, a couple of pieces of novel functionality we want to add to it before releasing it. Mm. But we've released a bunch of the auxiliary. You know, we've been we've been trying to sort of uh, cut it down into into components um, to try and encourage uh, blockchain development in 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 the closure community. Um, so I, I released some of that stuff over this weekend. Um, there's this project called uh, Tendermint. I'm not sure if either of you are familiar with it. Mm, yeah. Um, but it's it's a, a Go project that that implements um, Byzantine fault tolerant consensus or classical consensus, um, and offers the uh, the option of of a sort of a cross process interface over sockets. Mm. Um, so I, I uh, we released a um, a closure library that acts it exposes like a sort of ring like interface, you know, sort of. Uh, functions that take maps and return maps um, that interface with 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 Tendermint. Um, it handles all the consensus details, and you know your job is to just implement a sort of deterministic finite state machine um, that that then you know via by the magic of Tendermint is is you know replicable across um, you know an arbitrary number of validators. Um, so I think that I think you know the, that may be useful for people. Um, the 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 project and the uh, the project itself and an example project were were released today, and I I hope to write up a blog post, finish writing up a blog post about it in the coming week. Um, we also implemented a. a a uh, protocol buffers three implementation um, that doesn't involve any in interop or uh, code generation. Mm. Um, it's ge there's one project that just generates uh, Eden um, maps that describe the underlying protobuf uh, messages and a second uh, you know zero zero dependency project. Which interprets those schemas and um, decodes or encodes either you know uh, byte arrays or, or, or streams, um, which is which is what we use in uh, the ABC the ABCI host, which is the the first project I was describing because the wire protocol for the uh, Tendermint stuff is pr uh, protocol buffers. So. Why do you think Clojure is particularly suited for these kind of things between you know Sputter and um, and the new projects that you're working on? So on the one hand, like if you ask the COBOL developer why he thought COBOL was was was, was, was like he he would have he would have like a watertight answer, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so there's there there is an element of subjectivity. I I, I would say. Um, Embracing immutability is great. I mean, you know, you can you can you can run an operation, uh, and you know, if 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 you don't like the results, you know, you can you can you can walk it back, um, or you know, just ret retain uh, the initial value. That you know, that that type of stuff was hugely useful when I was when I was writing Sparta. Mm -hmm. um, but did you did? Uh... Did it change your opinion about because when you were explaining your first look uh, into closure, you said you you're put off by the whole interop, you know, the JVM uh, thing that is uh, baggage that closure is carrying. Uh, 
Uh, yeah. So how did your opinion change or if at all it changed? It, it, it definitely changed. It changed a long time ago. Mm. I, I, I uh, you know, I'm still a little bit pissed off that you, 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 you can't pass a string into an integer without, um, you know, uh, importing uh, or, you, you know, string you, value off or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but but yeah. Uh, but but you know, I I I I I understand the trade-off, and I get that you know there may not be much benefit to replicating that functionality. Uh, you know, it, it's it's ultimately all code is a liability, yeah. and 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 you know, just having these kind of this this kind of kind of you know cutesy uh, intermediary layer, um, you know, is is it, it may not be worth it. Um, so, so, so yeah, I, I totally, I totally changed my mind about that after I, after I used it more seriously and saw that, um, you know, what, what was mostly a kind of aesthetic revulsion initially for me was, 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 you know, totally disproportionate to the, um, abstractive powers conferred by the language mm. and also, and also just the level of consideration that was put into its design is, is, uh, singular, I, mm. I think, mm. um, and, and pretty astonishing. I mean, not, not, not that there, that there are things I wouldn't change about it. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm happiest working in Clojure for sure. Yeah. So um, most of your experience in Clojure is it web-related stuff, or did you um, do something with Clojure Script as well, um, on, on Node or something like that? Not not really web-related stuff. Most mostly like uh, you know, kind of a asynchronous message passing, like like sort of you know multi-stage. Uh, uh, what's multi-stage pipelines mm. that that are, that are doing you know incremental transformations of some sort asynchronously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, professionally, that you know that's that stuff's mostly 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 been around um, you know doing extremely computationally expensive and hardware accelerated stuff with on 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 videos and, and compositive compositing images. Uh, and that kind of thing, um, and uh, yeah, you know, I've tr I've tried to um, turn as much as much sort of. I mean, I'm the, I'm the only closure developer at, at Samsung, to my knowledge. I mean, we we have we we we, we, we have we, we we have we have closure a ton of closure in production, but but uh, you know, the bus factor on it is. Uh, yeah, zero, zero. Um, well, one. So you're still there. Yeah, yeah right. Sorry, that was that's, that's, uh, zero my point one. My, 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 my natural pessimism coming. coming up, uh, um, the the is is it because of Brexit or something like you know? <laughs> so are you using the uh, like the the graphics acceleration stuff? Um, in closure or are you, are you just is it just stuff because uh, you know we had this um oh man dragon dragon yes enter the dragon um sorry neanderthal or something neanderthal like yeah, yeah which, which has all yeah. the kind of like interfaces into the um open CL the graphic and... accelerator stuff um so you can do all of your kind of uh, nice uh, matrix multiplication etc at the on the hardware level 
Is that something yeah, which so, you're doing or is that, you know, something else? No. So I, I looked at that and that's, and that's super cool, mm. but it's just that there, there, there wasn't really a place where we could fit it in. So, you know, mo most of the, the work that I've done has been around writing, um, you know, hardware accelerated FFmpeg filters. Mm. Um, FFmpeg is, is, it's, you know, it's, it's monolithically structured, but the fact that it abstracts away so many of the, um, you know, the details, uh, uh, the codec and container details, uh, makes it a really good place um, to, to embed those kinds of transformations. Um, and then it's, it's the, the, the project that I'm working on the moment, which is, which is more, more kind of, um, more to do with AR, um, that we're relying quite heavily on, on third-party libraries that, that, that you know, we're optimizing by shipping stuff onto the GPU, but they're mostly C++ libraries. Mm. So we, we couldn't, we couldn't, there's no real opportunity to jam in uh, some of Dragon's uh, wizardry uh, there. Um, it's, um, it's, it's, it's less fun than it sounds. <laughs> It doesn't sound that much fun. No, I, 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 I uh, <laughs> but you know, you've got to pay the mortgage, so it's okay. Yeah, or yeah, or the or the, or the rent in my case. I mean, also yes. the 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 clothes the clothes. Clo you've got to pay for those yeah. curtains. <laughs> so, um, coming back to closure a bit. Um, uh, it's my jam. Sorry. I said, that's my jam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, what do you think about, uh, you know, the general documentation and the community around closure? Because we, we have been in a lot of discussions these, these, these days around um, the features in closure or how they're being built, how they're being delivered. Yeah, so on the documentation, I, you know, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't have a huge problem with it. I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't read it very often the, the, these days, except when we get like, uh, you know, some, some new, new feature announced. Um, I, I remember having a conversation with somebody who I, I deeply respect as a, as a software engineer who I'd worked with previously. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he was put off just, just by the, the kind of impenetrability of the of the language and, and the documentation. I, you know, I can be quite florid in in, in my speech, uh, and, and and writing. But um, you know, I, I think it was I think it was recur specifically that mm. that you know that there was a form called recur that 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 just that just you know killed him. <laughs> um, and and uh, you know, I, I I think there are there are some cases where. Um, you know, closure, I, 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 I guess is, is specified by implementation, but, but some of the documentation is, 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 you know, there's like a mixture between, you know, casual community source examples and then, um, some quite formal descriptions that are they're very, very unlikely to be helpful to, to, to newcomers. Mm. Um, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, variadic functions isn't isn't a term that's 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 you know pop popular with the kids these days. <laughs> it should be. A, you know, what, but you know, maybe one day, but 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 not today. So um, almost four years of closure, mostly doing all the, um, of course, I mean the the latest project being in the Ethereum stuff. Uh, so Emacs or some other shit. Uh, Emacs. Ah, okay. So tell them. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was, I, I, you know, I was a VR user for for years, um, and it was, it was, it was, it was, um, it was cider that got me to switch uh, to, to Emacs, and I'm, I'm a much better Emacs user than I was a VR user. Um, some, 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 something about it just, just made me, maybe want to learn. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sick. Like I've got I've got my own like themes and and uh, this <laughs> just, just 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 like terrifyingly organized dot uh, files. Um, you know, they, they they would be used as evidence if I, if I committed a serious crime. You know? So you have your mark on them, <laughs> the serial serial killer evidence. Yeah, no, absolutely. we should have known this all along. Yeah, warning, warning sign. <laughs> I can I can hear the discussion like two agents talking about. Did you get his dot files? Yes, I did. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> now let's put them on our machines. <laughs> nice. So, so um, are you are you based in in London, more? I am. Yeah. yeah. Do do you go along to the closure meetups there? I don't. No, I mean I I really don't like people at all. Ah, okay, <laughs> okay. And it's not it's not I'm I'm it's not so much that I just. Uh, you know, like, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, oh, uh, what library did you use this week? You know? No, I thought you might have been presenting something, you know, because you've, you've got some interesting uh, tech there. Yeah, I, I'd like to present Datopia, this 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 blockchain that I'm working on, but I, I, I just, I'd, I'd like to get, um, I'd like to get the, uh, the test net out the door. I'd also, I'd also like to appeal to your listeners um, the I don't know if if either of you are familiar with a project called Data Hike, um, but my uh, effectively the 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 only other contributor to Datopia, which is this um, sort of database uh, blockchain that we're building, uh, is uh, Christian Walbach, the guy the guy behind the uh, Replicative, or at least that's how it sounds in his incredibly authoritative um Teutonic accent um <laughs> s s series of projects which is quite ambitious uh distributed systems uh approach to building distributed systems mm -hmm. um so he uh he there's a there's a project called the hitchhiker tree i think by david greenberg um which i would argue is 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 uh so i mean it's a it's a right optimized b, b plus tree um you know, it's. I, I think it's a fractal tree. I don't. I don't. I don't really see it as a distinct data structure. Um, but but uh, you know, it's it's uh, a perfect data structure to use to maintain database indices. And mm. Christian had had this genius idea of, hey, what if um, we uh, built on top of um, the hitchhiker tree? And uh, uh, used an assemblage of um, of trees uh, to service data log queries, um, and you know it it can do that. Mm. Um, you know, and 
it's 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 I think it's an extremely interesting, compelling project. And that's what we use in Datopia as the underlying um, data store on the validators. Mm -hmm. And he recently started a uh, PhD program in uh, Vancouver. And um, I would implore the audience, if, if, if anything I've said sounds interesting to you, uh, and and you know a thing or two about um, databases and and uh, distributed systems, uh, both both Datopia and DataHike um, could could do with uh, with some with some help. Mm-hmm. Is Datopia is already on GitHub or is it announced already or are you still working on it uh, right now? On um, Datopia, so some some of the the peri- peripheral stuff, like mm-hmm. the components that'll be useful in isolation, are on GitHub. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 kind of network itself is not is not yet on GitHub. Um, we're just wait, waiting on on I'm I'm waiting on uh, the integration of uh, one feature that perhaps we could just talk about briefly because it's quite interesting. So yeah. I, I don't know if if either of you are, uh, how familiar either of you are with. Um, uh, Datomic, yeah, yeah, reasonably familiar, yeah. So, so I, I, I've, I've, I've never used it, right? I mean, like in a project, mm-hmm. but I, I've messed, I've messed around with it. And I've read the documentation. Um, so we've, we've sort of extended uh, the concept of schematizing attributes, you know, with like cardinality and type information, with the ability to attach logical constraints to them, which are themselves, mm-hmm. which are themselves. Uh, data log queries that are required to unify um, in order for a transaction, you know, so a, a, a submission of data into the network to be considered valid. So it's like the like the like the database procedures and the schema kind of merged into one. Yeah, and it's 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 all declarative. Mm. So it's a, so it's it's it's. Um, it you know it, it is just a data structure describing a schema that sorry so describing a um, you know a, a you know the a logical uh, you know a, you know logic program that 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 receives a bunch of inputs you know the 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 state prior to the block mm. um, the the tra- the data in the transaction in isolation and so on and has an opportunity to figure out whether it makes sense. Hmm. What the reason why this is interesting is, you know, if 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 you if you build a network that only allows you to execute data log queries in a in a kind of distributed manner, uh, and um, wait, so let's take a step back. Um, that 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 allows you to to you know insert arbitrary structured data, mm-hmm. um, and and as and also um, uh, validate that data using these logical invariants. You can build something like you can build sound value transfer, um, just like Bitcoin as and Ethereum have. Mm-hmm. But you don't. You wouldn't need to embed it into the core design of of, of the system. You could just deploy, um, you know, an attribute that that has a sufficient. You know, it's we we've already written up the constraints for for value transfer. 
So that idea of, of, of you know, I, I, I hoped I wasn't going to say decomplexing. Um, but, 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 you failed. <laughs> yeah, no, the story of my life. So, so um, the, 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 it's, it's, I, I think it's a particularly elegant design that even something that's considered, uh, you know, intrinsic, I mean, say it's, it's basically the only thing Bitcoin can do. But, but you know, so, so something that's, that's often special case in these networks, we can just implement as a logical invariant over a, over a you know, a selection of attributes that are defined in, in the Genesis block. So how do you deal with, because one of the problems with, with, with blockchains in general is, you know, finality, ordering, those kind of things. So in the Atomics case, it, and in, in, in cases like Hyperledger, there is a sort of central ordering system. And in the blockchain, the ordering is more, uh, let's say, consensus-based. So how do you, in your environment, how do you deal with like sequencing, ordering, making sure that things are, you know, that the value is transferred in the right sequence? Because obviously that's important in any transfer of value. Yeah, so uh, Tendermint uh, deals with the actual uh, serialization, I right. mean, in the sense of ordering yeah. of the transactions yeah. in, the, in the blocks. Uh, and we we just process them as the, we 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 receive them. Oh, okay. And if we've or, if we've already accepted a transaction, which um, you know has created conditions for which this uh, you know subsequent transaction can no longer succeed, then then we reject we reject that transaction. Okay. And then the other interesting part of it is um, we uh, disseminate. Uh, in segments of these index structures over a over a peer to peer network, either either DAT or uh, which is a project I'd, I'd suggest you guys check out. It's not really in Clojure, but it's called DAT um, or, or BitTorrent. Um, so we get we get this we get the same kind of uh, read scalability as Datomic in the. Mm. A, cl a client starts out with, you know, maybe a single trusted root hash. It issues a query, and it has a data log query engine. It's, 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 um, uh, you know, it notices, hey, you know, I, I ought to, re you know, I ought to retrieve this segment uh, from the, you know, peer-to-peer -peer index segment distribution mechanism, uh, and then eventually ends up with a, you know, fully authenticated. Uh, but you know, subset hmm. of of the entire data uh, database state that that only contains the data that that is required to service the queries that 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 user is issued, um, rather than every every network participant having to That's impressive. Uh, impressive. replicate the state. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so ah, we're almost uh, one hour. Um, any other? Uh, so, and, and we're all we're all still away. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin is. I definitely thought VJ had gone at one point. To be honest, you know. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was looking dicey. I'm just I'm just shaking, nodding my head, and then hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, blockchain. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the, I I remember looking at data hike some time ago, but it is it is not a full replacement for data make, right? It is mostly like a single machine sort of thing, or, or is it the scalability thing? 
Yeah, no, no. So, so it is, it is, you know, it's, 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 uh, it, it isn't, it isn't, it, it doesn't cover the same use cases yeah. as, as yeah. Datomic. Um, it's, it's, uh, it may be worth thinking about it more like something like DataScript, but yeah. you know, the, the fact that you can trivially replicate, uh, these indices in the manner I just described, mm. uh, you know, allow, allow, allows it to be, you know, multiplayer and authentic. And it is, it is authenticated. Like it's a, it's a, you know, it's a Merkle, uh, it's a Merkleized data structure. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so, so, uh, it's, you know, recursively cryptographically hashed and so on. So it's, it's, I, I, th I think it's an immensely powerful, um, building block for, uh, um distributed systems yep. um yep. E e even though and you know you could you could uh even though we're not planning on 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 doing it for daytopia you could certainly use schemes where the state was sharded mm -hmm. um in a particular mm -hmm. way but we're just going to require that all validators uh maintain the entire the entire state in a local um data hike instance okay so you're thinking about re-implementing git on top of it <laughs> um, it, it, you know, there's, 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 uh, we, we, we got a lot of quite abstract comments in our, in our Telegram channel and, and, and one was, was that, that, you know, we should, we should commit the code to, um, <laughs> on, on the data hike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that, that's, you know, that's beautiful, you know, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, this, this stuff isn't, isn't, isn't really too different to get. Um, no, I get it. Yeah, you know, it's a sort of joking point, but you know, one of these days, you know, the concept of you know uh, building, because it's like Git is one of these things which again started off as a very nice sort of decentralized concept, but has ended up in <laughs> kind of bit ridiculously being end up uh, in in the hands of Microsoft. Um, yeah, you know, and all your code are belong to us now. So it's like Jesus, you know. Nice one, Linus. You know, it's like <laughs> it's yeah, kind of sure. the, the, the sort of irony there is quite uh, you know long winded, I guess. You know, in the end, yeah, like, no, no, it is. All the it operating is, systems belong to Linus, but all the code belongs to Bill. You know, so it's like <laughs> first there's tragedy, then it's fast. Yeah. So, but but just I I just on uh, just one one last point um, about about because uh, you made a joke about the use the use of the network. Um, Look at something like DBpedia, right? So that's mm -hmm. uh, you know a, a semantic export of of uh, you know the data that's contained in Wikipedia in the form of RDF triples, yeah, yeah. yeah. or, or or consider any large scale data collection effort. Mm -hmm. um, so DBpedia is 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 basically a bunch of 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 gzip tar files right mm. it's 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 not a data. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Just just, just imagine how many you know, balkanized AWS accounts that data has been has been instantiated oh, yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. And because of a lack of a lack of strong, you know, identity, um, these people can't collaborate on 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 deployments. Mm. Um, even if they've got no intention to change the data. Mm. If you're if you're really lucky, you'll get a rate limited API or or, or a paid API. And I would argue that the, the Overwhelming majority, anecdotally, of backend development basically consists of mediating access to a database mm -hmm. um, to, to, to clients. Yep. Mm -hmm. our, our, our idea is, is that 
um, that data should just be schematized and put in this single global replicable database. Mm -hmm. um, it would work for stuff like DBpedia. It would work for um, uh, you know science data, experimental data from from. Uh, um, I guess all kinds of public data sets from government and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we would seed it with, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of amazing data sets we would seed it for, and we, and we would want to pitch it as well to, um, you know, people who were interested in, in taking a more kind of open approach mm -hmm. to science mm -hmm. um, and, and having, being able to authenticate um, the intermediate results uh, that, that, that go into producing the papers. So I know we're kind of like, you know, running a bit late now, but just one final question is like, how would you compare that to, or maybe we're getting a bit block blockchain. Well, it's a blockchain show, so fuck it. If you're, if, if you're still here, you, you won't mind this question. <laughs> so how would you compare the, the Topia stuff to IPFS? Um, so, sorry, you know, are I, you sighing there? It doesn't, it doesn't sound no. good. No, no, no. So I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not an expert in IPFS, and and I, I've, I've read some, uh, you know, quite compelling bearish cases on on the idea that 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 um, block storage is 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 um, ever going to be uh, that will that that a permissionless network will ever be able to compete on price. Mm. Uh, that there are game theoretic reasons why that's impossible, given given something like S three. Mm. Um, uh, I, I I'm uh, but I'm like I said I, I'm not an expert in that. I, so I would say the main difference is 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 structure. Right. I mean right. We, we, we 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 and you know we even we even talked about using IPF, IPFS as as the index distribution mechanism. Mm. Um, uh, r rather than r rather than something like um, BitTorrent, but but. Um, the the yeah the point is this is this is you know this is this can do everything datomic can do right it's a right. structured inferential database mm. it's not you know it's not it's not uh you know s s3 right so you 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 could say ipfs is a bit more like s3 or a bit more like the, you know it's a kind of medium for you to store stuff rather than as a kind of um uh, where what you're you're doing is what you're doing is putting essentially kind of like facilities and affordances on top of that um, storage uh, the storage capabilities of uh, of any kind of file system essentially. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is just a database, mm. right? And and uh, um, yeah, I and I, I think the you know the ability to 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 query and like you know forgive me for saying this like. You know, potentially synergize. Oh God, no! Okay. Stop the recording. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, like, we're all triggered. This, this, this may, this may be a little bit optimistic, but you know, through collaborative, uh, you know, schematization and so on, um, you know, you could, you could have, uh, you know, different organizations structuring, you know, common bits of their data in similar ways. And I think that out there, there is, a, you know. Aside from from you know NGOs that are collecting data, you know universities that are running experiments, uh, projects like DBpedia, uh, corporations are generating a ton of non-competitive, non-identifying information, 
uh, that they just they just can't afford to release because mm. it, it means they're going to have to hire a bunch of developers to build an API, yeah, 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 or yeah. or you know they're going to have to shit out some some uh, you know uh, tar files, yeah. uh, you know every every month, which is no fun. So so you you think basically more you can make the world a better place. Uh, I, 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 I have an acute ear for, um, for, 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 um, uh, patronization, <laughs> but, 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 and, 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 no, I, 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 I don't, but I, I, okay. I, I, th I, I think I could make the world, uh, we could make the world a more convenient place. All oh, right, that's, that's good. Yeah. I, I, I suspect, I suspect the gentleman that I'm working with thinks, thinks that, that we can make the world a better place. Right. But, right. but, but I, I, I'm just big, I'm just interested in building a database that has useful information in it. All right, cool. Nice. No, it's really good. It sounds like a really interesting project, actually. I'll definitely be having a look at it. And, you know, like you said, hopefully the listeners will as well, you know, to be, yeah. it sounds really good. And by, uh, by the good way, work, I mean, if you, good work, Matt. Yeah. Datopia.io, you know, there's, there's not, there's awesome. not much there, but what's there is, is good. Datopia.io. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you both uh, for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, th thanks a lot for, for uh, joining us and, uh, giving us insight into all this uh, new tech that, that yeah. at least I'm yeah. not familiar with. Um, I hope that's um, what I did. You did. Um, that was really good fun. Course, Thank you yeah, very yeah. much. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we have an event uh, called Dutch Closure Day. Uh, it's a one-day free conference uh, about closure in Amsterdam. It's on April 6th. Um, so if you, if you want to join and then present, it'll be super awesome. I know by the time if you... Uh, have Amsterdam, uh, Amsterdam's great. So yeah. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll totally keep that in mind. The, yeah. the weather ought to be decent. Mm. In April. Yeah, yeah, of course. It, it's going to be really nice. Yeah. I think it's uh, usually springtime and um, it's a, it's a just one day conference, uh, totally indie sort of uh, conference. Uh, so it'll be amazing if you uh, want to join us and uh, talk about Datopia and other things that you're working on. Mm. That'll be great. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so that's it. From One last us, thing, I though, VJ. Uh, yes. Before we go, I want to just give a quick shout out to some of the uh, the awesome Patreons. Patreon characters yes. that are helping us out. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'll just give uh, the 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 most recent batch. We try and do just like four or five an episode, and we've got four here. Um, so I want to shout out uh, our great our gratitude, our gratitude um, <laughs> to uh, to Lubin Manilov. Um, Thank you very much, Lubin. Um, and then uh, next is Dmitry Palamarchuk, I think it is. Uh, I'm gonna, it is, I think I got Dmitry right. The second bit I'm not so sure about. Uh, the next guy uh, is Johnny Eradus. Now it could be Eradus, Eradus, but I'm pretty sure that Johnny is correct. So, and then the final one is a previous guest of ours, Mr. Daniel Compton, yeah. who's doing the closures together. Yeah, not um, so. He's he's a solid he's a solid guy. He's a yeah. totally awesome bloke, you know. And in the end, what we're what we're thinking is that uh, whatever kind of uh, remains we have um, from the Patreon sponsorship, we will actually put it into the closures together pot because you know that's the best, most effective use of the money, I think. Yeah. Um, 
So if you want to join us on a Patreon, then obviously we'll cover our cost. We'll keep going with the podcast. Um, you know, we don't take anything out of it. And like I say, we will donate the, the, the remnants into Closure Us Together. So I really appreciate Daniel um, making that contribution. And, yeah. and it, it will definitely be repaired, not to him as well, <laughs> but to the Closure community. Yes. Um, so okay, so that's uh, thank you very much again to the to the Patreon people, um, and you can you can go to Patreon.com/defen uh, anytime and uh, chip in a few quid. Always always good to uh, to have a kind of sustained volume of income to to help us out. Thank you very much for that. That's it from us. So uh, thanks a lot, Mo, again, and uh, hopefully uh, some of you listeners, I think we will see you at uh, Dutch Closure Day or at some other event. Bye-bye. All right, thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> Release some gas. <laughs> ah, that's that's a good one.